0: readers welcome to your bookstore besties we're your hosts rachel and becky best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore we love chatting about all things books and we're so happy that you joined today
1: hi guys welcome back to your bookstore besties i'm becky i'm rachel hi hi (laughs) what's um what's new with you rach
0: well, it's been a couple weeks since we talked because you oh, were in yeah, your our, yeah our, our last
1: week's episode we pre-recorded the week before because it was pre-recorded. Don't tell yes. anybody, but yes, we pre-recorded. So, um, I'd love to know if you guys um, could guess the books that we were trying to guess from last week's episode. That was that was a fun episode.
0: Yeah, I think um, my parents really liked it, so Aww. I heard good feedback yeah. as as far as that. Um, no, but I love those silly, kind of goofy literature uh, games yeah i don't know i'm a big games person so uh-huh. i don't know how fun it is to to listen to it but i have fun <laughs> doing
1: it so yeah, that's all that matters
0: <laughs> yeah i'd like to think that people who listen want us to be enjoying ourselves absolutely you know? yeah um, everyone is definitely thinking about our fun <laughs> absolutely at least they should be oh, they should um, <laughs>
1: what's your what's your fun fact rach
0: um that's a great question becky um, I forgot to pick one. So I'm just going to go with what's in front of me that I can okay. see. Uh-huh. Um, My fun fact is that um, I love Reese's Pieces, but I hate Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
1: Oh, that is interesting.
0: Huh. I don't know if that's going to be controversial. Now, can I tell you my reason? Yeah, tell me. Okay, so Reese's Pieces, amazing. Like M&M's, mm-hmm. you know, they're just, you know flavorful little pockets of joy um reese's uh, not reese's puffs reese's uh (laughs) what are they called cups cups yes Mm -hmm. yeah they are chocolatey good but peanut peanut buttery also good however their peanut butter texture is like weird powdery (laughs) like solid it's like mixed with like i don't know confectioner shirt or whatever it's mixed with it tastes like peanut butter's like third cousin so it's like hmm. i would just rather have chocolate and peanut butter yeah, or like yeah. a chocolate filled or like a peanut butter chocolate just with regular peanut butter mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's Do the you, consistency you had, of the middle
1: have you ever had like the trader joe's little peanut butter cups because i love no those i don't know. like i think the reese's ones are gross, i've never been to, to trader be joe's <gasps> that's a fun fact is it or it's an unfun fact I
0: mean, I've never been to Trader Joe's or eaten Trader Joe's. Oh my gosh, before. I feel
1: like you would love Trader Joe's. They, their snack game is so on point. Like, Well, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But and I used to I, work I've there,
0: so.
1: <laughs> oh, so hashtag personal. ad? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're sponsored by Trader Joe's. Um, no, but okay, cool. Well, um, my fun fact is that I really, really, really like Star Trek.
0: You know, I knew a little bit of that, but say more.
1: Um, well, I think it's better than Star Wars. Um, I don't know. I just it's great. I love all the like the franchises. movies or the show, the shows. The movies are n- not great. Like the new, the JJ Abrams one. They're like they're fine. Like, but I <laughs> like the TV shows. Like I like the new the ones that are on right now. I like all the old ones. Um, I grew up watching the old ones with my my dad, and I just really like it.
0: Well, you know, my dad's a big Star Trek fan.
1: Oh, um, he knows what's good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I watched the movies from like the 80s growing oh, those up those are weird
1: they're a little weird
0: well my dad <laughs> loves them yeah yeah so i i watched uh wrath of khan and the oh, one with well. the whale and oh, the, i love I, the whale one <laughs> i don't remember a, a ton of the details but mm-hmm. i liked it i thought it was interesting growing up um yeah. a couple years ago actually so fun fact on top of the fun fact um <gasps> Ooh. I am planning this Saturday to go to a bookstore that I used to go to all the time. I think Aww. we've talked about it before. Um, it's a bookstore in Westchester and they have used books. And I am looking for books for wedding decor. Ooh. Um, so older books. Uh-huh. Um, they're kind of hard to find. Like I went on Facebook Marketplace and people were charging an arm and a leg. And I'm like, uh, this is there are any like. thing
1: thrift stores like goodwills and stuff near you
0: well the goodwill near me um used to have books like that and now all their books are their book section is way smaller it's just like mass market it's not great Mm -hmm.
1: okay i'm gonna look i'm gonna look out for you because i go to thrift store like every weekend so i'm gonna look too for you yeah
0: like i so i'm looking for pretty old books basically not pretty old but pretty and old and old Um, i got you i got you so fun fact i'm going to that bookstore on Saturday with my mom, and we're gonna okay. see if we can buy like you know twenty five to thirty books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for for table decor at my I love wedding, that. I love that
1: so much. That's so cute.
0: Yeah, And if you, I shared the Pinterest with you, right? My Pinterest. Um, I think so. Yes. Yeah, so if you look at the Pinterest, you can see my uh my idea there. But yeah, so uh, a couple years ago, I went to that bookstore and I got uh-huh. my dad star trek uh magazines from the 80s oh, okay
1: yeah i remember seeing those those are and um i think that wild. was still a very good very good gift but i do draw the line at reading star trek books like i have zero desire to do that why not <laughs> i don't know i just don't want to do it i just would rather keep it That's to my tv snobby show of
0: you becky yeah i'm a
1: snob okay we've established that speaking of snob um let's tell everyone <laughs> what this episode's about
0: <laughs> well so this is what the third iteration of our Book Bestie Reading Challenge.
1: Yeah. And if you're new to the podcast, basically Rachel and I present the other with books and we say you have to read one of these three to five books and we pick it and then we talk about it in a later episode. So um I've actually been really excited about this episode um to have this discussion. So that's what we're doing today. What did you read? What did you pick?
0: And and we haven't discussed anything
1: with each other, just like we have no idea. We have no idea what the other person thinks.
0: (laughs) Um I, I'm going to guess that Becky gave, if I had to guess, so I read Death of Jane Lawrence Mm -hmm. by Caitlin Starling and you read, oh, through my pen, you read Rhapsodic by Laura Thalassa. Yes. Mm -hmm. So your book was, um, you know, romanticy choice. Uh Yes. Mine was more, um, thriller, horror, whatever you want to classify it as. Yeah. I think that you enjoyed the book, but didn't like certain elements of it. So I
1: think uh-huh. you probably gave it three stars. Okay. That's a great guess. Am I right? Um, this was the worst book I've read this year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No.
1: Yeah. I, I hated it, Rachel. <laughs> Absolutely. Hated yeah. It. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to talk about it. Um what did I you I felt give? like it could go either way, uh-huh. but no, I, mean, I, I I I was happy to read it. Like I'm not like disappointed I read it. I just hated the story. <laughs> 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 um well that's fair.
0: So I I thought Jane Lawrence was okay. Okay, okay. Right. I would probably give it three and a half. Okay, okay Yeah, I mean I heard a lot of people. I think you were the one who told me, like, "Oh, did you hate the ending, or did you like I, the ending?" I loved
1: the first seventy five percent of it, and the ending, I was just like trash. So, <laughs> so like, I thought it was a great tape. Like, I loved it up until the ending, and I was so upset.
0: Well, I mean, without you know spoiling the book, I enjoyed the first half a lot. Yeah, and I was bummed when about halfway through. Um, it wasn't the point of view changes, but there was a lot less dialogue. It was a lot more mm, yeah, um, her head. internal monologue, which makes sense because, um, you know, based on the book, I mean, I'm going to read the synopsis, but, yeah, you know, it's supposed to show how she's kind of losing it in this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit losing it. Um, so, so I don't know who should go first um do you want to talk about the book you
1: hated so here's the thing like i don't know <laughs> if i can talk about this book without spoiling it because i i have to tell like to talk to talk about why i hated it okay so i think you should go first and then if people are like no i really want to read rhapsodic then they can just like end the episode
0: <laughs> okay that's fair yeah. okay so uh death of jane lawrence caitlin starling i'm glad i didn't hate it and let me tell you why Mm -hmm. um there's two books by caitlin starling that are also on my one to read list right i remember you told me that yeah um so i'm glad i didn't hate it uh the end was strange but okay so here's the uh synopsis as told by the back of my book Practical unassuming Jane Shoringfield has done the calculations and decided that the most secure path forward is this, a husband in a marriage of convenience who will allow her to remain independent and occupied with meaningful work. Her first choice, the dashing but reclusive Dr. Augustine Lawrence, agrees to her proposal with only one condition, that she must never visit Lindridge Hall, his family crumbling family manor outside of town yet on their wedding night an accident strands her at his door in a pitch black rainstorm and she finds him changed gone is the bold courageous surgeon and in its place is a terrified paranoid man one who cannot tell reality from nightmare and fears jane is an apparition come to haunt him
1: Hmm.
0: by morning augustine is himself again but jane knows something is deeply wrong at Lindridge hall and with the man she has so hastily bound her safety to uh set in a dark mere version of post-war england uh it's a gothic horror from you know inspired by crimson peak rebecca shirley jackson leaving mm-hmm. readers shaken desperate to begin again as soon as they're finished so i felt like as far as synopsis go that does a pretty good job of summing mm-hmm. up the feel I would definitely compare it to Rebecca, which is one of my favorite books. Yes, yes. Um, Talking about gothic, you know, the romance in this book is similar to Rebecca, where it's like, it's there, but it's not like super in your face. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Well, also, in this one, it's a very slow romance. Like, she goes into it not wanting to fall in love, and she like Mm -hmm. slowly starts to like fall for him in in this one. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I will say, I did like the two main characters. I thought they were very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane is not my favorite. I kind of prefer the doctor's character. He's much more, mm-hmm. I don't know, interesting to read mm-hmm. about. Jane's just kind of like, I don't want to get married, but I have to. And I want to be an independent woman and work. Yeah. And I'm an accountant. And I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. Um, So the things I liked about it... um. The setting was great. Yeah. Um, definitely very immersive. Um, the setting of Lindridge Hall, um, you know, and it's interesting because I didn't realize when I started reading it that it's kind of a,
1: you know, an alternate version of England after the right. war. Right. It's like not necessarily England. It's just kind of like England.
0: Yeah. So they, ugh, I forget exactly how they call Britain. It's like great Brental Brentaltain or I don't know that sounds wrong but something like that it, it it's it sounds like great britain but isn't um instead of russian it's ruskov mm-hmm. um so that was interesting it, it very much felt just like london um <laughs> so i don't know if they needed to do that <laughs> like i don't think well, it I think really
1: mattered for the the elements of well, I don't want to spoil it. The, the how do I talk about it without spoiling um, the stuff he's into, <laughs> his friends. I think it needs to be an alternate reality.
0: Okay, yeah. So, if you look at this book as a, it's a fantastical story involving yes. paranormal, supernatural, yes. uh, otherworldly elements. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more believable that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because what happens in this book is not very believable it's just right right um which i can suspend my disbelief you know i i would say a book i would consider just as unbelievable is like house across the lake Mm -hmm. which is yeah which is not similar in any other way but like it's unbelievability sure no I, i know what you mean yeah um but yeah i loved the setting um The plot was good. Like I said, about 50 to 60% through, she stops having conversations with people and gets very in her head. Mm -hmm. And that's when I kind of was like, okay, we can kind of skim this because, like, it was a lot of, I don't know, self-musing that was not very uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. and i don't i think it went on too long like mm-hmm. i for like 50 75 pages she's just like oh well what if this is real and what if this yeah. is not yeah. and it's just it gets very old for me uh-huh um trying to think of other non-spoilery kind of things i think the ending was great honestly
1: hmm.
0: i i didn't
1: mind we'll have it to, we'll have to talk offline um when we end <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, like, when you take everything together, um, the ending makes sense, in a sense that, like, from a plot perspective. Like, in mm-hmm. a in a reality sense, it, it doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those books that will make you question, like, what is real and what's not, and especially as you read, you're like, did I just like misunderstand the entire
1: book? Oh yeah, yeah, Because yeah. of what's yeah. said at the end. Yeah, I was like, what did I just read? I like reread the last paragraph like multiple times because I was like, am I stupid?
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it wasn't very scary. I was expecting it to be oh, sure. more yeah. horrific, uh-huh. and it, and it and it wasn't. It didn't really scare me that much. Um, I wish that there was. <clears throat> excuse me. I wish that there was more of the um. I don't know, like it almost like Dr. Frankenstein type surgical stuff, because I thought that was really interesting. But oh, then yeah. when she when she like you know starts
1: Wait, if no, it's been like months since I've read this, but there's like a plague going through.
0: Well, th- so some, some of the characters have uh have yellow fever, the scarlet okay, fever yeah. is mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's all real world stuff for yeah. that at least. So um basically Jane, you know, helps you know augustine That is practice um after yeah she those scenes were really interesting the, yeah the... and i wish there was more of that mm-hmm. um and less of the um i don't know in my head uh <laughs> am i crazy or am i not yeah like that stuff got old so that's why it wasn't you know a book i would give four or five stars but yeah, yeah. still overall enjoyed it i don't know if there's anything else i really need to say do you have any questions for me about it um I don't think so. Cuz I know I know this one divides people.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: um people mm-hmm. probably are like what the heck or people who can, you know, enjoy books like this without having everything being oh this is real world based. Um probably would like it. So I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. Know? Yeah, that's fair. So uh but I up. definitely yeah. I would
1: definitely want to read more gothic type stories. Me too. I'm, do... I'm super intrigued. Like this was one of the first of I've read this in Mexican gothic and it's kind of got a, a similar vibe and I kind of want to yeah. read more uh, gothic books like this. Yeah. But absolutely. have better endings. <laughs> we'll
0: have to talk about that off yeah. off, <laughs> off camera. Off camera. All right. So so tell me why I picked the worst book for you to read.
1: Okay. So if if you want <laughs> to read um rhapsodic then here's your chance to go because I'm, I'm definitely spoiling it because i don't know how to talk about it without spoiling it but um Becky's so, not as skilled as me no no Mm-mm. i'm not as skilled <laughs> um so the plot of rhapsodic is about a girl named callie and um she's a siren and i guess that means that she can make people do things I guess that's her superpower whatever. I don't care. But it's also set in, like, America. So that was one of the things that confused me. I was like, so do, like, humans know about the existence of, like, these otherworldly creatures? I always get confused with when people have, like, these urban fantasies. And I'm like, well, do they know about each other or is this an ultimate reality? I don't know. I feel like so, that's why you
0: don't like urban fantasy too much.
1: It could be. I don't know. So it opens um, like seven years ago and she's like 15 or 16 and she's like just killed her stepfather who had been sexually abusing her and she finds this like card that's like the bargainer and she makes – who like makes deals with people and eventually comes to like magically collect on their bargains. And so she calls on him to like help her because her her stepfather was like a very – important dude, like a businessman or something. And people, I don't remember exactly what his power was, but he had some sort of power that people like, um, came and saw him, sought him for. And so if, you know, they saw that she killed him, like she'd be in a lot of trouble, even if though he was like sexually abusing her. So she's like, makes, she calls for the bargainer And it's like, help me. And he's like, ew, I don't make deals with minors. And she's like, please, my stepdad is powerful. And the bargainer's like, did he deserve it? She's like, yes. So he takes care of it and like sends her to this magical boarding school for magical students. um, Like since she's a siren. And so then it like... Fast forwards to present and she's like living in California, working with her best friend as sort of the sort of like magical private detective where she uses her powers to help people who are being abused by like magical beings. And she's also like low key dating a werewolf. It's it's weird. So she goes home and after seven years, she hasn't seen the bargainer in seven years. We don't know what happened between them, but he's like there to collect on the bargains. And you find out that she has like hundreds of bargains with him. And which is like insane because people who have bargains only like one bargain and she has like hundreds. And so it goes, the story goes back and forth between the past and the present. And you're like, well, what happened between them? Why is she so mad to see him? Like, what's, you know, what's going on here? Um, So then, like, you find out that when she was at boarding school, she was, like, so lonely. So she just, like, kept calling the bargainer and was, like, can you be my friend and can we do movie nights and can you take me out to E? And then they, like, start traveling the world together in the evenings when she doesn't have school because he can travel the world through portals all while she's, like, 16 years old. And so, like, she's, like, falling for this hot, dark-haired, winged dude. And you find out he's, like, a fae. And so then we find out that, like, he's also falling for her and she's, like, a 16-year-old girl. Um, I'm gonna Rachel. I'm gonna pause here. Andreas is calling me, and I give you a second. Sorry, that was lame. Okay, um, where was I? What did I just say? Oh, yes. Okay, so he's a hot fay dude, and then you realize like he's also falling for her, and so like then in present day he's coming to like cash in on the bargains that he made when she was like 16, and they're like stupid things. Like he has her. Um, tell him how he how she feels about him Where she like he has her like pick the furniture for his house like super stupid stuff <laughs> like truth or dare mm-hmm. it's so dumb I'm out of breath because I <laughs> ran up the stairs <laughs> uh, well,
0: well let me ask you so yeah. so how how would you compare this to um Akatar? Um, it felt like the Walmart
1: brand version.
0: Okay. So the reason I, I like this when I read this, mm-hmm. and I read this a long time ago, so it's been years,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, is because I loved the um, the dual world kind of aspect of it. Like the of world men- versus
1: like the fae world?
0: Yeah, which is similar, you know, in that way. And then I liked the... Um, See, because I the one thing I didn't like about this book was the flashbacks. Um, yeah, the the age thing is weird. No, um, it's
1: super like pedophilia. Like that's that t- I couldn't get past it, Rachel. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that part is weird. I didn't remember because I thought it, I thought when I read it that she was in college.
1: No, Mm-mm. no, definitely sixteen. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Um, and so then, then – well, then you find out they're fated mates. So, like, he's, like, falling – for like, he doesn't ever, like, touch her or anything when, like – but he's, like, tr- trying to restrain himself. Like, he, like, makes comments like that. And I don't know. It just was so gross. I could not get past that. Like, I think it would have been interesting if she was older.
0: Well, like, I think I would have liked I mean, it maybe a little bit more. I'm, I'm now, like, rethinking some of the plot because – I had assumed – I mean, I haven't read it in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought that it was a col- – because the whole school aspect sounds like college dorm to me. So that's uh-huh. why I thought yeah. she was
1: in college. Yeah, definitely not.
0: Mm, okay. Well, okay.
1: And then the other thing that grossed me out is like from the very first chapter, the bargainer calls her cherub and like continues calling her cherub throughout the book. And I'm just like – <laughs> So I know. You, you, I hate, you hate that. pet
0: names. You hate I hate it so pet. much.
1: Yeah. You also uh, hate
0: uh, when people have differences in power, uh, like oh she's like a weak girl and he's like oh a strong yeah, whatever. I love that. Y- you hate that power dynamic as well. They got to be equals, man. Equality for all.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, I mean, so, what did you think about the plot? Like, if you ignore those parts of it,
1: um. Okay, so because the plot arcs for uh, several yeah, books. Yeah. So. Um, One of the reasons he's coming to her is because because as a siren, she she can make people do things. Like she'll say, say this or tell me this and like people are compelled to. And so there are warrior fae women who are disappearing from his kingdom and then returning in like this comatose state and they have like babies, like creepy babies with them. So they're being taken and being impregnated and giving birth and then they're like in a coma. And so he needs her to help him figure out... Why is this happening in his kingdom? Um, so we think, you know, that's why she's helping or whatever. But I don't know. That just felt so like it didn't feel important at all. <laughs> like to the mm-hmm. plot. And You know what I realized, Rachel? I think that I like fantasy with romance, but romance with fantasy, I don't think I'm a fan of. Like I'm just realizing that.
0: Um, well, I it makes sense to me because – what I was gonna say, I it was just talking to um someone who works at the bookstore about this the other day. I I I I approach reading differently than I think other people do. Uh huh. So I'll tell you how I kind of approach it. Um, this is kind of a tangent, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, so me and my dad have been seeing Oscar movies for like ten years. So every mm-hmm. year we watch all of the Best Picture nominees. I go into watching those movies like not with like a notepad but like a mental list. okay How, what was the cinematography like are there yeah, any yeah. like allegories illusion you know i i like completely analyze them and you know give them a score based on that but let's say i gave a, a movie like i don't know if you've ever seen atonement right mm-hmm. yeah atonement which is also a book mm-hmm. um i gave that like five stars when i watched it right mm-hmm. but i also gave i just rewatched the hunger games i gave hunger games five stars Mm -hmm. are they like comparable as far as like artistic merit right i don't think so Mm -hmm. you know one of them has they're both gripping stories but one's more juvenile than the other so the way i approach most movies that i see is how much i enjoyed it so Mm -hmm. it's not even an like i don't go into and i'm like oh well there's a continuity error here the down a star there's although i um, do notice
1: continuity errors
0: (laughs) i know you do I don't I don't take notes like, oh, well, this plot doesn't make sense because if this is true and this is true, like I don't put that deep thought into it, but I'm okay with that because I just read books for enjoyment, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's a couple books that maybe in the past five years I've been like, Oh, I kind of want to sit down and analyze this. Most of them, I just turn my brain off and I read (laughs) and I read and that's how I approach movies. So I call them popcorn movies. Mm -hmm. So like the new mission impossible, I gave that one five stars. I really enjoyed that movie. It was fun. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. The plot was good, whatever five stars, but I don't see that as the same as like the Godfather's five stars, you know, they're different. Mm -hmm. So, rhapsodic is a book i enjoyed because it was fun i turned my brain off it was similar to akatar enough that i was like okay cool Mm romanticy but i feel like you and like athena and other people i know do pay attention to certain things that i don't and so that just means that the romanticy is a lot of fluff and stuff that's kind of not realistic and not a lot of plot but it's fun and less of the oh the world building and the yeah, magic, yeah, and yeah. you're the one you enjoy the world building and the magic mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and the characters and the story arc and right. I'm just like oh my gosh they fell in love so <laughs> cute you know you know I
1: think that's one of the reasons that I like Sarah J. Mass so much is because sure there's like romance is a big. Part of her books, but you know, she's been planning the plot points, like, and she sprinkles it in from the very beginning. Like, you find out like four books later what something from the first book meant, and it just feels like there's so many layers to it. And that's why I like really like her books and mm-hmm. you know, love to reread them. Um, and I you know, I notice things you know, every time I read them that I didn't see before. Um, and I don't know, so I guess I compare everything to that, and I'm like, no, oh, this isn't this is Sarah so
0: yeah. I mean, so two cents. I, I, you know, what book I think this is kind of similar to for Wait, you? Time. Tell me if I'm wrong. Hmm. I feel like this book is similar. You have similar feelings to this book that you had with Guild. Do you remember Guild? Oh, I hate Guild. <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. I
0: was actually thinking about that today. Because you hate Guild for certain reasons that you couldn't see past, which Mm -hmm. I get. Mm -hmm. This book has similar weird things, which I'm sorry I forgot about or (laughs) misremembered. Because knowing you, I wouldn't have recommended it if I had remembered, you know, Mm -hmm. but whatever. Um, But... I I feel like you have had similar things with that. Like, if you, if that stuff from Guild, the sexual assault and the weird things with the prostitutes and whatever were missing from that book and it was more plot and world building, you probably would have really liked it. Maybe. Um, (laughs) Who's who's, to know?
1: (laughs) Who's to know? Not me.
0: But you know what I mean. So that's why I feel like going forward, I feel like I need to consider that. more because that's not how i see Mm -hmm. the books i read so you so you're you're um taking a you're you and your love affair with romance are taking (laughs) uh taking a break i think yeah i just evaluate your relationship
1: i just started a a young adult book which um uh, is super unlike me um but i was like you know what oh no no actually that's what i wanted to tell you so after yeah, let's I talk read, about current stuff. After I read Rhapsodic, I, I had to read two nonfiction books <laughs> because I just could not handle this. It. So... <laughs> <laughs> You've been yeah. reading a lot of nonfiction. I know. It's like so unlike me. I'm like, who are you, Rebecca Lane? Maybe,
0: maybe your tastes are changing and that's a good
1: thing. You no, know, because I definitely still am drawn to fantasy. Like and, you know, romanticy and as like those are the ones I, I'm drawn to, whether or not I like them or not, I'm still <laughs> It's i get to be seen yeah but um yeah what are you reading so um so
0: i was reading a book before i started jane lawrence Uh and i i put it off that's why jane lawrence had literally just finished earlier Mm -hmm. because um i was enjoying this other book so much and it's kind of a surprising one um you know ali hazelwood yeah so she's coming out with a paranormal ride
1: yes i looked for it on edelweiss like it's not available it's not available do you have have a physical copy i do dang okay you're so
0: yeah we got two at the store um so me and Mackenzie each got one okay um i i have no qualms in shipping it to you when i'm done (gasps) if you would like
1: oh my gosh i'll pay for shipping (laughs) and you have to ship it back Okay, I'll give it to you at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I, I'm i enjoying it so far. I, I can't tell you if you would like it yeah. at this point. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't even know if I like it at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's an interesting concept. So I'm reading oh, Bride. Okay, okay. Um, I'm about to start Zero Days by Ruth Ware. My parents oh, are yeah. very patient mm-hmm. in uh, waiting for me to finish my buddy reads. <laughs> um, so Zero Days is, is next up. Um. Other than that, I still am working my way through Clockwork Angel. I'm 25% done. <laughs> that book is um, thick though, girl. So. I mean, it's not that big, is it?
1: I thought it was thick. I thought all those Cassandra Clare books were like thick AF. No.
0: Her, her books um, that are newer are thicker. This mm-hmm. one's only 479. Her mm-hmm. her newer books like um Midnight uh yeah. oh god, Min- Lady Midnight. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty big. I think that one's like 700 pages. Um so she's gotten her books have gotten bigger as she gets older. Um but yeah, so those are what I'm reading. I'm also planning on reading um A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um if you've heard of that one. I have heard of that oh, yeah. one, yeah. Um, so those are the ones that are on my, my Rasta coming up. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what, what are you currently getting
1: through? Um, I just started an audiobook, uh, and I, I never read audiobook fantasy and I'm realizing that, um, listening to fantasy is, is yeah, but I'm going to finish it, but it's, it's a young adult book called the liar's crown. And it's about two sisters who in, in this fantasy world, um, every two generations, twin sisters are born and. Um, the world doesn't know about the other twin. Like they hide away the other twin so that they can like, you know, be their body double. It's like this the dumbest concept. Like I was like, why did I pick this yeah. but, Um, but it's interesting. It's, you know, it's got a a dark shadow boy, which we love. So of course. <laughs> yeah. Um actually, hold on, I'm gonna I'm pulling out my Goodreads because I wanted to get your opinion on something. And then we should probably what time is it? Yeah, we should probably close up soon. But um, so I read this book called what lies beyond the veil have you heard of it by harper something yes yes um did you like it so here's the thing um i would rhapsodic to me was the worst book i read this year but what lies beyond the veil was a close second but (laughs) there's so many secrets in it that like i want to know how it ends and i'm like should i just continue reading it because i want to know what all the secrets are and like you know what's actually going on um but i also like didn't love it and um thought there was some exploitive stuff going on and I was just like, should I keep reading it? But I really want to know. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do there. We'll see.
0: I mean, I've done that before. I've read a book, first book in a series that I gave two stars and I've read the rest of the series and gave them two or one star just because mm-hmm. I wanted to know how it ended. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say one thing before we go. I don't know oh, if yeah. you knew this. Do you remember the book we talked about several weeks ago called Trial of the Sun Queen?
1: Yes, yes. Um did you know that that wasn't traditionally published? Yeah, cuz I I didn't realize it was it's getting published like this month or next month yeah. and it's on Edelweiss and I was like I need to download this. So Yeah, um, I yeah. wanted
0: to I wanted to let you know if you didn't weren't aware. The first and second book are coming out on the same day. Ooh, um, okay. September 12th. I really so, want to read it. Yeah. maybe I'll read yeah. it next i kind of want to read that one too um i don't know if that is more fantasy than romance but i guess that well, we'll you find will out. find out yeah if, if becky <laughs> likes it it's more fantasy than romance if becky hates it it's more romance fancy and also it's problematic things that rachel forgot about <laughs> sorry um oops. oops yeah well to be fair i read that book during uh the pandemic so like
1: I read oh, okay. so many books during the pandemic. Oh, okay. that, humble
0: brag. How is that a humble brag? Humble brag. <laughs> How's that a humble brag? This doesn't make any sense. I read um, so much. No, I mean during you know 2020, I read a yeah. ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the most books I've ever read in my life in mm-hmm. in one year. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Trial of the Sun Queen. I'm excited about that one. So that one's on my radar. Also, wait, should we
1: buddy read it? I mean, or would that be too stressful?
0: I don't know ask me in about 2 weeks okay. yeah, when yeah, yeah. it comes out and okay. I'll see what I have on my plate. Okay.
1: Sounds good. Um yeah, I think I think that's it then. I think that's it. Oh, I have one more question and it's it's been bothering me that I haven't asked you and I uh, I'm sure people want to know. Um did no. did did David your fiance ever finish a court of thorns and roses?
0: Oh, well. Find out next time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh I don't believe he did.
1: Oh, okay. I but he liked love it. I mean, it.
0: I mean, people who aren't readers every second of their lives mm-hmm. can pick up a book, put it down for a couple of months and pick it back up and be like, oh, yeah, I it was don't good. Get it. I don't get so it. he probably will eventually do that
1: if I if I make him,
0: hmm. if I make him.
1: There's like this Instagram account where this girl is making her husband read a quarter like the whole series. And she's like he's like recapping it and giving his thoughts as he reads it. It's the funniest thing. I'll have to send it to you when I find it on Instagram. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've chatted your ears off um, already. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties. Please like share and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.